Hello there, and welcome to the Blue Milk Latte, a Star Wars podcast show. Uh, I am your host, Kent Blue Milk Latte Solace, and with me always is my trusty co-pilot, Chris Christophsis Mead. Hey guys, what's up? Hey, hello, welcome back. Um, so today we were supposed to be uh, going over Light of the Jedi, a spoiler review with you, but uh, turns out your main host is a slow reader and a little too lazy on his days off. So instead of doing that, hopefully we'll have that ready for you guys by next week. Um, we're going to be doing what we're most excited for, for the book of Boba Fett, uh, dropping in December of this year, 2021. It's currently in production in Los Angeles and a few other locations being executive produced by John Favreau, Dave Filoni, and Robert Rodriguez. Um, we're both very, very excited for this show. So we're going to kind of just be going over what we're you know, what we're just most looking forward to. But before we get deep into that, uh, Chris, have you had any cool uh, Star Wars adventures this week? Uh, yeah, a lot. Uh, let's see. I finally finished the single-player campaign for Squadrons on my PlayStation. That was okay. pretty amazing. Cool. Uh, um, I had a pretty good ending. And it's a really good game, uh, although it's hard and I'm not great at it, but I like playing it. Uh, what else did I do this week? Uh, I've been reading. I read the. Uh, I'm all updated on my Star Wars comics. Uh, I started the the High Republic comic book series, which is pretty good so far. And oh yeah, I built my Lego uh, Star Wars helmets, which look amazing on my shelf now. Perfect, perfect. Those are all. Those are all good things. Um, uh, as for me, I've just been um reading the last jedi not very fast again uh, i've been kind of just doing big chunks at a time and um i do really really enjoy it so far uh i just need to find more time to get that darn thing finished um <laughs> yeah what else have i been doing you know i've been re-watching uh on repeat a little bit here and there uh solo uh a star okay. wars story just for fun and um it's just a super fun movie i'm not saying it's the best star wars movie i'm not saying it's my favorite star wars movie i am saying that it is a super fun movie and well, maybe um, we should an episode about it yeah 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 we should we should um and i've kind of just had it like on repeat here and there like just like while i'm getting ready for my day or while i'm getting ready to go to bed i'll just have it on and just every five minutes it'll give me something uh new to think about and there's a lot of characters that are in that movie that i would love to see in other uh media or not other media but other future um film and or tv shows that we just might get to see but we'll see um it's kind of yeah, I mean, doing. yeah i mean they did a really good job with that movie of like kind of setting up a whole different world and then since it kind of didn't do well we'll kind of I don't know, it's been kind of hard to say what they're gonna, what's going to happen to some of those characters yeah but um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I've also, uh, I always talk about score music, and I'm probably going to keep talking about score music, um, but I, it has a really fun score, too. I was really, I was uh, driving in my car. It, it's the scene in the opening scene of the movie where he there's like the car chase scene, and I was getting kind of into it, and it was kind of fun. I really enjoyed it. I believe Chris Powell was the composer uh, for that film, and he did a fantastic job. I also really like the theme that they pair to... Uh, Infus Ness uh, and her Cloud Rider clan. Um, the, that whole 
sequence of like music is like really cool. It's like not Star Wars themed that much. It's kind of new to the to the Star Wars music aspect of it all, but uh, it's still really good. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Um. Let's see. Oh, one other thing that I want to talk about. Um, we might do a future. I don't know. We'll see in what format we do. Whether we do like a podcast episode on it or just like a social media post or something um here on the west coast here in california for any of our listeners that don't know we are uh southern california based um at downtown disney which is like the shopping area for our disneyland here um they are renovating what used to be a rainforest cafe into a new like star wars outpost uh, shop um that chris and i might get the chance, you know, to go check out. It is rumored or confirmed that it's going to be going to be opening on in mid February. Is that right, Chris? Uh, the date they have, they, well, it's, officially, it's not rumored. Officially, it's reopening on the nineteenth, February nineteenth. Okay, perfect. Yeah, yeah, I got that officially from the Star Wars Parks blog, the official yeah. one. Cool. Okay. Awesome. Um. Yeah. So that'll be really cool to check out. We'll take some video, take some photos. And uh, see what kind of trouble we can get into. Um, yeah. So look, be on the lookout for that. Um, and if you are West Coast based, try to make it out there um, towards the end of February and uh, get yourself some Star Wars stuff. Yeah, it looks um, pretty cool. But supposedly they're they're retheming the whole place, and and it already kind of has the aesthetic that they went for on like you know uh, the Galaxy's Edge kind of motifs. So it'll yeah. be kind of fun to see. How they adapt a little bit, and hopefully they have a better selection of what they had in the other the little store they had on on downtown Disney. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, so we'll get into the uh, main part of our show here. So again, we're going to just be going and kind of going over the book of Boba Fett and talking about things that um, we really want to see, and or things we're looking forward to, behind the scenes stuff, story stuff, character stuff. It's all fair game. Um, so I'll kind of get us kicked off here. Um, one of my favorite traditions to do with any Star Wars project uh, is anxiously awaiting the trailer drop. Uh, that is one of the things that I'm most looking forward to because Lucasfilm specifically really knows how to cut a trailer. And uh, we've talked about it here on the show before. They do an incredible job of giving you the visuals, the tone, um, some really epic, like cool cinematography shots, and yet you still don't know really anything that the story is really about. Um, so I'm, that's kind of one of the things I'm looking forward to most is just seeing a damn trailer for this thing. Um, I, we probably still have a ways to go before we see any sort of footage. Um, probably not until August, <laughs> I guess, if the thing is going to be or August at the very earliest. And that's yeah, that's true. Yeah. Because we're we're looking at a December release date, and uh, I don't know if it's been exactly confirmed, but I did remember hearing something about around Christmas time, even. So, I mean, with a December release, I feel like they've got to they got to have a fair amount of stuff already shot. Like yes. I don't, I mean, they have to because there's you know because with the special effects and everything, there's such a longer post production period for most things, especially with the kind of budget and stuff they're looking for. So. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. I, it'll kind of, I guess it'll kind of depend on because we're not getting anything but from between then and now, right? 
Uh, we are going to be getting, I believe, the Bad Batch animated series, but that is okay. the only only media that's like, uh, ne- well, to answer your question, nothing live action. That'll be the first live okay. action. Well, I, okay, so, my, so if we're going to theorize, I'm going to say, depending on when Bad Batch drops, we might get a trailer around when Bad Batch starts or maybe when Bad Batch ends. Yeah. I'm going to say that's my yeah. that's that's my guess is that we'll, we'll see something in and around the promotional period for bad batch. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. Um, so yeah, that's one of my things. Chris, do you want to take the next one here? All right. I'm going to start with, uh, Antonio Banderas, Selma Hayek. <laughs> nice. Okay. <laughs> Cause you know, we have Rod Rodriguez involved and I don't know in what world we don't, he doesn't figure out how to put Antonio Banderas in a star Wars show. I just feel like that's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and Summer Heck. You know what's crazy? I would like, I would love to see Summer Heck in this thing, but here's the crazy thing as like an alien with like, like a Twi'lek? Huh? Like a Twi'lek? Maybe. I can see her as, as that. Yeah. Something with like prosthetics and stuff. Cause she's a, obviously a beautiful woman, but I would like to see her like, not looking like herself in some sort of like yeah alien uh get up or something like that that'd be pretty interesting yeah yeah, yeah. i just yeah you know some kind of in some kind of like obscure like el mariachi reference or something you know they walk into a cantina and antonio banderas is there playing like not a like not space a guitar yeah space guitar yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then, and then it also has like a blaster attached to like where the neck piece is, and he just shoots you with it. Right. Yeah. What would (laughs) what type of character would you like to see Antonio Banderas play? Uh, I don't know. You kind of got to go bounty hunter, maybe, or is that too close to Desperado? (sighs) Maybe. I mean, do we think Robert Rodriguez brings his kids in there? You know, Shark Girl and Lava Kid or whatever. Uh, you never know. You never know. I'm sure they'll be on set hanging out, looking at all the cool stuff. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, Summer Heck and, uh, and uh, Antonio Banderas. I'm yeah. going to kind of go on the same tangent as you and um, just say I'm excited for cameos just in general from other Star Wars characters that we may have seen but also from actors brought in from Rod, Robert Rodriguez has like history of, of movies main, the main one being, um, Oh my God, I'm spaced on his name. Let me go. Let me come back to that one. I am excited okay. to see, cause um, uh, speaking of cameos, uh, Tatooine, cause I feel like Tatooine will play a decent role in this show. Especially well, that's where, where yeah, that's where the palace is, and that's where in that last scene is him, you know, sitting on the throne in Jabba's palace. So obviously, yeah. he's at least start on Tatooine. Yeah. So yeah, I de- well, and you figure he's going to be the new hut crime lord, or at least right. that's how it's positioned in that one scene. Um, right. So we're going to see. Does he keep the status quo with all the gangsters and stuff or does he like totally blow it up and do like his own new thing maybe he's the one to finally bring like slavery to an end on Tatooine you know like that's one thing they talk about in episode one like 
the Jedi are doing all these great things in the galaxy, and yet there's still slavery, like, on the Outer Rim planets. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe Boba Fett is the one to, like, free the slaves. How epic of a story would that be? That'd be pretty cool. Although, um, I kind of, I don't know, although I always kind of had the impression, and maybe, because I don't really get into the politics of it, I kind of feel like there wasn't a lot of slavery on Tatooine when, by the time you get to episode four, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. I was assuming that. I mean, yeah, I mean, had, I mean, Jabba had, you know, a couple, you know, slave girls and stuff, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why, I don't know where I got that idea from, but I just always kind of felt like there, that wasn't as, that wasn't a thing anymore by the time you get to episode four, but, you yeah. know, whatever. In my head canon, I think it's still there. If the huts are there, I feel like there is still slavery. So what if that what if that's the plot of the Obi-Wan movie? Obi-Wan from mm-hmm. the slaves? Yeah. That'd be pretty awesome. Ending slavery on Tatooine. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It could be it could be one of the one of the episodes, like one of the main plot points of the episodes, yeah. Definitely. Um yeah. but getting back to more cameos that I would like to see, I just remembered her name, his name. I would love to see Danny Trejo uh, in the book of Boba yes. Fett. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Either like as like a a foundling, older, grumpy Mandalorian type or just like a really like really grizzled like smuggler, like doesn't give a crap, like, you know, older, older smuggler type of guy. I would love to see him in any one of those roles. Or even um, just or as a voice, like as an alien, they think like some kind of a heavy CG puppety alien. Yeah, 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 yeah. That'd be pretty great. Um, so that's that's one of the ones I would most look forward to. The timeline it is going to be set in con- kind of concurrence with the Mandalorian. So we are looking, give or take, maybe like a year or two, about five years after uh, Return of the Jedi, and about right. still we're still at about twenty five years before. The Force Awakens, um, you know, that's barring any time jumps or any stuff like that, which I don't think we really will see because the rumor is, you know, Ahsoka, the Book of Boba Fett, the Mandalorian and Rangers of the New Republic, they're all kind of going to be building together with each other into right. it's supposed to be like this epic crossover sort of thing. So we don't have any information, obviously, yet. We probably won't for like another year or two or three, but um I'm assuming they're going to keep all that stuff fairly close to each other in in the timeline. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. I mean, it kind of has to be because it can't get too big because then they start bumping into seven, eight, nine. Unless yeah. you read the rumors, but I don't know. I don't believe those rumors right now. But. Yeah, yeah. Me, me neither. Me neither. There's still way too much like time to 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 pass. It's just, right? Yeah, that and it's just I don't. I just, even if you don't, even if you don't like seven eight nine, I don't see that they can just wipe them out altogether. I just don't. It just doesn't make any sense. It just seems very disrespectful to, like, the memory of Carrie Fisher and the work that you know Harrison and, and Mark Hamill did in coming back to just kind of wipe all that away and make sure oh. make it didn't happen. Oh yeah, no, I don't believe they're trying to do that or going to do that or any of that. No, 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 no. If anything, I think they're gonna kind of like what they did with the prequels they have been doing like some stuff that like justified some of the stuff in the prequel yeah 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 yeah. if anything i think they're going to be justifying some of the choices made in the sequel trilogy with some they do but we will see um yeah so again cameos that's what i'm most looking forward to looking at you danny trejo 
Robert Rodriguez. Please make this happen. You are not listening right now, but that's okay. I'm putting it out in the universe <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right, Chris, what's your next thing? Uh, Cad Bane. I think I think it'd be fun to see Cad Bane. I don't remember if he's alive or not. I think he is. Okay. I'm trying to remember. I can't remember when he where where his last appearance was in Clone Clone Wars. I don't think he was in I Rebels. Think, I think so. This isn't officially canon, but I believe there's an outtake where Cad Bane and Boba Fett have a shootout, and Cad Bane gets the the blaster bump on Boba Fett's head, but Boba Fett is the one to actually like take him out. Granted, uh, okay. that is a deleted scene. It was never officially part of any real episode. It was just something that they showed at a celebration a few years ago, but it never made it, you know, past the cutting right. floor. Because I know they have history together because they were working together in the Clone Wars when Boba was starting his, you know, um, you know, bounty hunting career. Yeah, there's a little team with Ara Singh and uh, crap. Remember who else is on that team? Yeah, I know the episode you're talking about. It's like a little they go on like a train heist or something, right? Uh no, they're they're trying to or is it I thought it was when we were trying to kidnap senators out of the Senate. They might be that might be like a separate mission. I remember it's like a younger Boba Fett. He's like still like yeah. fourteen or thirteen. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. yeah. That might that might that might be Rebels then. Um, no, I'm pretty sure it's Clone Wars. I think you're right. Okay. Uh, yeah, they just might have partnered up more than a couple times though. Um who would you like to see play Cad Bane? I'm gonna guess they're probably gonna CG him because he's an alien. He, you know, he's a oh, man. Yeah, I used okay, to know well, what. Who would you like to see voice him then? I would the just same, use same the same actor, voice, same actor. Yeah, just use the same. Yeah, he's available. Just the same actor using for the for the, all of his enemies stuff. If, if he's just a boy, if you're if you're gonna CG him or uh, you know puppet him, then why not use the uh, the the same voice actor yeah. there's no reason not to yeah i hear you um he would look pretty awesome with like some prosthetics and stuff i think but maybe that might yeah. be too much well they, they've had, they've had those, those aliens are, have shown up before like they're in the cantina in episode four and i feel like they're in a couple other things i know and there's something i was just some star wars video game i was just playing they're in so you know they're not you know not too hard to do yeah and then a quick a quick shout out to the voice actor that does do provide the voice for uh Cad Bane. He his name is Corey Burton. Uh he also voiced Count Dooku in the Clone Wars. And, okay. uh, he voiced Hugo Strange in Batman Arkham City. Um oh. Shockwave on the Transformers. And uh, I believe Brainiac, he he provided a voice for Brainiac in one of the DC animated universe movies um so yeah he's got quite a good resume for uh us as the geeks are concerned he's voiced some pretty pretty memorable characters um yeah very cool so Corey burton um so yeah cad band specifically is who you would you like to see him in multiple episodes or like a one-off episode um well Maybe multiples. Once we get into one of my other things uh, that I kind of want to see, mm-hmm. I, I, he might be better. You might be you might be able to use him for more than one episode, but um, at least one episode, I'd say. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. Um, my next thing up here is um, whoever does the score for this series, I think bring like 
the rock element, like not rock music. I'm not saying like full on like punk or metal or anything like that, but I feel like there's going to be like a lot of rock type tendencies in this score. I was rewatching um, the reintroduction episode of Boba Fett in the Mandalorian uh, titled the tragedy where he officially comes back, puts on his armor and starts kicking some ass. And there, I mean, it's not, again, it's not like straightforward rock music or anything, but there definitely is like some over the top rock elements in there, especially when he's fighting the stormtroopers and all this stuff. Um, I don't think Ludwig Gorenson will be providing the score for this series because I feel like he's already going to be busy enough with the Mandalorian season three. Um, you, well, I kind of feel like each, each show should have its own kind of scoring yeah. to kind of create its own feel because they're all going to be a little different. Just like, you know, like I joke about all the time that like the, the dark troopers have their own, you know, Skrillex uh, yeah, soundtrack. Yeah. I think that they kind of do, they kind of do the same thing and like approach each series, give it its own like feel. And a lot of it's going to be through the music. Cause even the Mandalorian, like, the music is nothing like other Star Wars, and that's on purpose because it sounds like a Western or like a gunslinger style, you know, soundtrack. And I think that you know the Boba Fett should have a different sound, different feel to it yeah, as well. Yeah, and I do think, me personally, and I think they will bring this. Is I think it should have like a rock type element attached to it, um, especially with Robert Rodriguez being there. He's you know an old like old uh, not old. What am I saying? He's a you know guitarist he if you watch some of the behind the scenes stuff there he's there with his acoustic guitar just playing around and stuff like that so i'm excited again for the score i like it's one of my favorite aspects of getting new star wars uh tv shows or movies is just getting to listen to uh music because it's like one of my favorite things that's not like you know current music that i listen to it's like one of the you know uh, one of the things I like to listen to while reading Star Wars books or just anything in general or just trying to relax. Um, so, yeah, we'll hopefully see. I think hopefully we'll be getting whoever the compo- whatever composer they choose fairly soon because it does take a while to score this music so, or score this stuff. So we'll see yeah. if if they haven't chosen one already. Who knows? Um, yeah, so that's that's my third thing i'm most looking forward to chris what's yours um my number three is going to be um checking in with other bounty hunters that we have probably seen throughout the series kind of some of the cad bane but maybe you know ones that maybe aren't as well represented like maybe a dengar uh cameo or uh zuckus or forlom bosk yeah That would be pretty awesome. I would love. Oh my god! Well, I want to see like just have, like a bounty hunter team up thing now, for at least like for at least like one episode. Right. Well, and like, and they've done Trandoshans before on the show because there was that one episode where um, Bando has to fight a bunch of Trandoshans, yeah. and was it the second episode? Um, third, second? No, I think because when he's going through that canyon with the, the child, it's, it's, it's yeah, really early. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the one where he has to fight. So I mean. One. It's, yeah, 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 but, but he gets ambushed. So, yeah. So yeah, so I, mean, I definitely think we need to see. I, I definitely want to see you know some of these cameos from these other bounty hunters that are you know kind of storied or legend or whatever by this point. Mm-hmm. And kind of see, kind of check in with them, see what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Do you think, or at least reference them? <laughs> yeah, I think we will get some definitely some references. Um, I don't know if we'll see it in this series. I know this is kind of a stretch from what 
from the bounty hunters and stuff. But uh, do you think? I'm almost guaranteed that we're going to see it. In which upcoming Star Wars project do you think we'll see pod racing pop up? Like, not uh... necessarily like a full on pod racing sequence, but like maybe there's like a a deal or something that needs to be done and they're like oh yeah meet me at the pod races like this weekend or whatever like do you think it'll be showing up like an obi-wan or ahsoka or the book of boba fett that's hard to say i know it's kind of a stretch no that's not because it's kind of one thing one of the the big uh divisive things of the prequels that we haven't really dipped our toe back into other than dropping it from Every once in a while, they'll mention it. Uh, what is it Clone Wars Rebels? They've they've used that word before to reference it, and I feel like maybe one of the movies isn't there like some where they go to the cantina. And it's on like one of the screens in the background. It's showing pod racing. I feel like um, in episode two, there is like other sports being played on the bar that they walk into, but I don't think there's any. Maybe, maybe that's something. That, but I thought I thought there was something. Don't they, don't they talk about pod racing in, in Last Jedi? No. Maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, Bounty Hunters. Um, yeah, man. I'm excited to see more Bounty Hunters, too. And tying right into that, I'm going to take on my next one here, is I'm just excited to see more Fennec Shand. She is being, uh, you know advertised not advertised but being essentially pitched as like the co-star on this thing so we're going to be seeing a lot of tomorrow right Mor- a lot of uh tomorrow morrison and a lot of uh goodness what's the fennec shan actress name oh my gosh ming na ming na wen ming na wen yeah we're gonna be seeing a lot of them together and um i look forward to it because what her character is something like just super fun to like explore um I'm excited to see if so, yeah. Here's here's my here's my uh kind of thought. What if the book of Boba Fett tells the story of Boba Fett taking over the Bounty Hunters Guild? Mm. That could be pretty and she's like and she's like his like uh second in command or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That could be pretty awesome. And like using, you know, the resources he gets from taking over Jabba's kind of operations to then take take uh take head seat of the Bounty Hunters Guild. Yeah. They have to do that. You yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just yeah. You, if they don't, we'd be very disappointed. You just spoil he just spoiled uh season one of the book of both. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That's like too good of a like that's too great of a story like for them not to do. You know, right? Like, I mean, we first met him in Empire Strikes Back as like this like amazing, cool looking bounty hunter. Like, why wouldn't he like continue on in life and just take on like the mantle of uh, leading them all? You know what I mean? Well, and like, and then because it also gives him a good out in that that way. Then when you go forward, you can kind of explain why Boba Fett isn't out and being active anymore because he's kind of got a desk job being in charge, and so. He doesn't have to be as active, you know, in future shows or timelines or, you know, anything else they set up. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that, that is definitely something that could happen and I would love to see. Um, let's see here. One of the next things. 
Okay, so I know I've been name dropping him here and there throughout this entire uh, episode. And I know that Dave Filoni and John Favreau are also attached to this thing. But I feel like it's very on purpose that they mentioned Robert Rodriguez, like on that press release. Because one of the main things that I'm looking forward to is just what he brings to the table. His episode, like, definitely stood out from season two for me. Um, when I look back and I, like, ranked it, I ranked it, like, I think towards the middle of my favorite episodes. Just because the ending was, like, such a downer. Like, with Grogu getting captured and the Razor Crest getting, like, getting destroyed and everything. That's kind of, it just left me feeling, like, kind of down. Like, oh, man, this is rough. Like, this is a super rough episode. But if you look, if I look beyond that, it's, like, a great episode. Especially from the aspect of the action um, being done in that episode. So... I am, yeah. Which you know, which is you know, nothing to think against Favreau or Filoni, but Filoni is a story guy. Favreau um, can do action, but like even like you know his Iron Man movies and stuff, they're not super actiony. Yeah. Um, you know, you don't really get that till you get to the third Iron Man, which but that wasn't Filoni. Oh, that wasn't Favreau. That was Shane uh, Black, I believe. Shane Black. Yeah. So I think I think yeah, Robert Rodriguez should bring a really good action quality to it, especially like a shootouts and things like that, which should be really you should be able to pull them off really well. We'll kind of first see our big first big like Star Wars, you know, gunplay and shootout scenes. I think they'll be phenomenal. Yeah, definitely. Um on that note of Robert Rodriguez producing, let's just assume he's like let's just assume it's gonna be eight episodes long and let's just say I'm going to take the rain. He says he's going to take the reins on one of the episodes and direct who else um, would we like to see kind of step in and direct some episodes. And what I mean by that is on season two, we did get like some not big, not well, they're big names. Don't they're pretty big. Yeah. We have pretty big yeah, names. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we got Peyton Reed that did one. He's known for his Ant-Man films. Um, Bryce Dallas Bryce Howard, Dallas Howard, you know, daughter of ron howard <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i mean no, no no don't get me wrong there are huge names but i feel like in this one they can get even not like bigger names or anything like that but who would we like to see come in from i guess main not main mainstream filmmaking and take on an episode who is there anybody one one or two directors that you would like to see i don't know i'm trying, I'm trying to think of someone who, who i've seen it as I mean, going with kind of the same I have, kind I of have group of people you. Robert Rodriguez is doing. I, I mean, this is a huge long shot, but maybe Tar- like a Tarantino episode would be amazing, I yeah. think. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, I just I don't know. I have no idea what that would look like. But I feel like this, that we, if Tarantino was going to do a Star Wars movie or Star Wars anything, this is in his wheelhouse. It's criminals. It's, you know, killing it's like he could do like the Star Wars version of like Reservoir Dogs. Gang- like. Yeah, it's gangsters. It's dark. And- yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I don't mean. I don't. I mean. I don't think. I know Tarantino wants to do a Star Trek movie, but I don't. I've never heard him just say any, have any interest in Star Wars. But yeah, a Tarantino episode would I think would be amazing. Okay. Um, I will see your Quentin Tarantino, and I will also go go early nineties. And I know he's. You're probably. I'm a huge fan, and I think you're even a bigger fan than I am. Um, and this is kind of not in the wheelhouse of what I'm expecting the Book of Boba Fett series to be, 
but it would kind of just blow my mind. Could you imagine if they gave like Kevin Smith an episode? Yeah, I mean, I, I honestly don't think you would do it, but you don't yeah, think so? I, yeah. How could you? I don't I, know. I think he would take it in a heartbeat. I'm not saying he would feel, I don't know, like up, I don't know if up to the task is the right phrase, but um, I mean, he has directed like Supergirl and stuff like that. This is again totally, totally yeah, different. It's true. Um, he has directed TV before on multiple occasions. So it's true. And it, it was, you know, and, and some actions that he would have to do. It would have to be an episode that was had more dialogue than action in it. I don't know what that would be exactly, but I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that would. You know, yeah. I mean, he could it do it. It is an odd choice for sure. I, I yeah. understand that, but I just think obviously a lot of listeners and uh, us knowing he is one of like the biggest Star Wars fans like in the world, and I would just like to see like him get a shot at you know cracking one of these things. Um, and yeah, I mean, again, I totally agree with you. I don't think it would be super action heavy. Um, we're not going to see like Iron Bob showing up and like knocking people out or anything. Um, right. But I think I think it'd be super interesting. There is one other director that I want to mention, but uh, do you have any others before I mention his name? Uh, no, I can't really. Yeah, I'm just trying to run through the last few kind of action movies I've seen. And and like I, I, there's a lot of people I, I would say no to. Like I don't know that we necessarily need a Michael Bay episode. I don't think we need. Uh, you know, and JJ's already done Star Wars, and uh, I don't. I kind of feel this is going to have. I think this needs to be gritty and not necessarily have like the grandeur or spectacle like a Spielberg. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So yeah, no, I can't like nothing. Nobody else is really jumping to mine right. right now. So mine, uh, I love. Okay, I love the way that he does humor. I love the way that he edits his movies. I love the the way that he uses just comedy to tell the story. I would love to see Edgar Wright of Shaun of the Dead, Scott Pilgrim, okay, um, and Baby Driver, Notoriety, among many other movies. I would love to see him take on a book of Boba Fett uh, episode. Um, it'd be mm-hmm. super frantic and super crazy. He can do action. Um, I don't know if it lent his, his style lends itself to uh, the seriousness, the seriousness of Timora Morrison's, uh, you know, portrayal of Boba Fett, but I think it would be super entertaining and super fun uh, to see Edgar Wright. I'd like, would just like to see an Edgar Wright anything. Maybe just like a standalone film would be great, but I want to see him specifically do something with Boba Fett too. Yeah, I, well, I was trying to, yeah, I was trying to think because like Edgar Wright's a good choice. I was just trying to think there's maybe a different announced Star Wars project that maybe his would fit better into, but I don't, yeah, I don't know. This is, I mean, Ahsoka. I feel like you can't go too goofy. Um, Obi Wan. Well, not not the way not the way they're doing Ahsoka live action right now. Like they're they're playing her really like real serious. Yeah. And then Kenobi, you definitely can't go too goofy because that's got. I feel like that's going to be like an emotional tale right there. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, but, well, especially with oh man, did you hear the the latest casting for Obi Wan? No, go ahead. Liam Neeson is confirmed to be in Obi Wan series. Uh, yeah, I mean, I kind of would expect it. I mean, it's been floating out there in the ether. right, 
um, yeah, I would love to see that. Well, and they already, they already set it up that like that Qui Gon knew that knows the Force Ghost technique, and so he's become a Force uh, Ghost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 then the books and things have kind of implied that part of what Obi Wan has been doing on Tatooine is just kind of hanging out with Ghost Qui Gon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and getting getting some more mentorship. Yeah. 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 Um, definitely. So let's see directors. Yeah. We already talked about those guys. Um, do you think, I know he's busy doing kind of building up his own thing. Do you think we'll get Taika Waititi back to do a book of Boba Fett episode? Maybe. Well, and, and, and if they do, that would be your kind of test run to see how Edgar Wright could fit in with, because I feel like Taika and Edgar Wright, can kind of play in the same sandbox pretty yeah, easily. Yeah. So if he's able to pull it off with some kind of light moments and some fun, uh, and you know, make make the action fun, then probably Edgar Wright could pull one off as yeah. well. But I think if they got taken, that would be kind of the, that'd be kind of your litmus test for whether Edgar Wright could play in the Star Wars universe yeah. too much. I mean, we have seen Taika do Chapter Eight. He did direct that episode, and that, that brought true. us the the two stormtroopers that are kind of punching up little Grogu there and like that's a very right, yeah. a funny scene but also a very tri- like very terrible scene because they're abusing <laughs> them essentially. Uh, there's a there's a funny uh there's a one of the YouTube guys I watch uh redid the dialogue for that scene where it's like two stormtroopers the two stormtroopers are talking about having an existential crisis about you know being stormtroopers and what if the whole thing is just a movie and why is it that stormtroopers always miss but the hero is like hit and kill with yeah. one shot. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of sounds like uh, the red shirts book for in the Star Trek universe of like how like wait a minute we're wearing red shirts like how come we're supposed to be going to do this sort of thing? Yeah, right. Um, all right. What's your next thing, Chris? Uh, what was the last one? What number we got? Kind of yeah, we're on the last one. Okay. So I have I mean I have a bunch of stuff down here. Just trying to figure narrow down to whatever. I had one that I want to talk about for my top one. Uh, top one, my number one thing I kind of want to see in this is uh, I want to see, I think we're going to see Boba Fett hunt legacy characters. I, I honestly do. I don't see a world in which Boba Fett doesn't attempt to track down Han Solo. Yeah. I'm not saying he'll be in to make an appearance, but I feel like, well, or, or actually, well, either Han Solo or Luke Skywalker. I, I, it's not a it's there is literally there's there's no chance it's a coincidence that Boba Fett was not on that bridge when when Luke Skywalker shows up story-wise yeah. like because that because imagine you know Luke shows up and Boba Fett's like hey it's that guy that knocked me in the Sarlacc pit get yeah, him yeah, yeah. <laughs> like there's no way Boba Fett doesn't hold some kind of yeah. grudge and want to like get revenge like I feel like part of, Bo, part of book of Boba Fett is going to be like settling his settling his his scores and one of those scores has to be you know figuring out some way to get to luke skywalker or han or something because i mean han's kind of his one big kind of not not quite a failed mission because he did get him to boba fett get, did get him to jabba but you know then because of all that that's how he ended up you know losing his armor getting in the sarlacc pit nearly dying like looking like a joke mm. like I don't see that he doesn't try and take out Luke or Han or someone to save face. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think in that case we would see Alden Ehrenreich? Possibly. I kind of yeah. hope so. Uh, 
Because I mean, the thing of it is, like, because everyone was like, because they they never recast Luke Skywalker as you know to, they never did the Sebastian Stan Luke Skywalker, you know, casting that everyone mm-hmm. wants. Uh, but they did they did recast Han Solo, a younger Han Solo, and so I feel like that I feel like that's that gives them an out to go ahead and use him again because there's no reason not to. They've already established he is Han Solo. That movie is canon, whether you like yeah. it or not. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah no i i think they should that they yeah. should um it's also been a few been enough years that he should have aged enough i don't know if i've seen a recent photo of him but he should be aged enough to kind of look be age appropriate for it yeah um, well i'm doing i just looked it up because i was curious right now um unfortunately <laughs> so it's a little rough um there are between solo a star wars story and currently where we are in the mandalorian timeline there are about 19 years um, between the okay. two. Because it looks like Solo, a Star Wars story, takes place about 10... No, I'm sorry. Yeah. 10 years uh, before the Battle of Yavin. And then Mandalorian's currently right. nine years after the Battle of Yavin. So... Okay. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously, we, it has been don't... like three years since we've seen Alden Ehrenreich in, in a movie. Um, you could age him up. You could give him a beard or something like that. Um, well, that, that, well, that's, that's the thing I was gonna say. That I don't know. We'd have to figure out kind of where all the legacy characters are at this point. Like we've seen Luke, and we kind of have the idea, you know, the, the new Republic students thing. Um, Han does a couple big things after, um, right before the battle at Jakku, which I, I'm assuming we're after Jakku at this point. But they haven't really they haven't referenced that, so I don't know Are for you sure. About, uh, Battlefront Two Inferno Squad stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, well, not Battlefront Two. He, yeah, he shows up in that, uh, and he yeah, has a beard. And he's a. And but he's a, then uh, more importantly, Maz's castle, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. But like more, but more importantly, that is that after that, in the second Chuck Wendig book, uh, the Aftermath series, which is like. Because the third book of that series is, is ends with Jakku, with the big the big battle of Jakku, where all those stars, all the star destroyers and X wings yeah. crash on Jakku that you know Ray is hanging out in. Uh, so in the second book, uh, Han and Chewie go liberate uh-huh. Kashyyyk, and that's kind of that's that that whole book is all about them trying to retake Kashyyyk uh-huh. from the Empire. So we kind of said, so but I don't know, I don't remember timeline wise how many years after Jedi were at that point. Cause that could be happening at like the same time ish as Mandalorian, but it's, it's probably after the Mandalorian's probably after that though. But I don't, yeah, I don't know. I just don't remember. Hmm. We, we will see. It would be pretty cool to see Solo show up. I think they might be saving him for the Lando show is just my guess with Donald Glover. Um, he has Donald Glover is confirmed to come back from the Lando show, so I think they might be holding on him for that. But I mean, yeah, I would love to see Solo. Well, I mean, that, that's yeah, no, hundred percent. That's where you use Alden Aaron, right? Because then the two of them, because uh, it's that still that's young Lando, you know, and young Han doing yeah, stuff yeah. going on, on on their adventures there and bickering back and forth. Yeah, like you know, trading Falcons, you know, just going back and forth trying to steal the yeah, Falcon from yeah, each other. Exactly. Um, by the way, man, again, I know I mentioned it at the top of the episode, uh, about Solo, but like, Donald Glover did an amazing job 
as Lando. Like, oh yeah, no, he he. I mean, nothing against everyone else on that show in that movie, but he is definitely the highlight. Like, he is the yeah, the best performance. Yeah, yeah. he's definitely the, the scene stealer for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's why I mean, that's why Lando, the Lando series, I'm I'm super excited about because I want to see more of that Lando because that Lando yeah. was amazing. So. We talked about things that we're most looking forward to. I have one small critique, and I'm going to be super happy to be proved wrong, and a lot of our listeners might disagree with me right now, but we'll see. Do we think Tamora Morrison is strong, is, as far as, like, not, not anything against his acting, he's a, he's a fine actor and all that. Do we think he's strong enough to carry this entire show? Do you think so? Because I mean, I don't know. Well, the problem the problem is I don't know. I don't know if it's him, but in general, I don't know. Kind of problem I always have both Fett is like I don't know if both Fett's a strong enough character to carry an to carry an entire show. Like just, I mean, he's he's stoic and he hunts people for money. His he's got some you know daddy issues. That's, I mean, it's kind of all we know. Like, there's not much else I mean, to him. I mean, kind of just described the Mandalorian Din Djarin as well. So, I mean, yeah, maybe he can carry it. <laughs> well, I've also described <laughs> a lot of characters. Anakin Skywalker, you know, kind of stoic, moody, and father issues. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah um, Jin Erso of Rogue One, kind of stoic. Right. Has da- definitely has daddy issues. <laughs> right. With uh, her, him abandoning her and all that stuff. And I mean, not, I mean, again, it was, not again. It was for the betterment of the galaxy and all that. I understand that. I'm not saying that was a bad thing, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, that was one thing I was thinking about when I was compiling this list. When I was thinking about like the cameos that should be or could be in this show, I was kind of thinking there has to be a decent amount because, again, Tamara Morrison is a terrific actor, he's a fine actor and all that. I don't know if that alone is going to be strong enough to carry this entire thing. You know what I mean? We're going to need to see. Well, that's why that, that's kind of why I'm thinking if we go the route of him taking over the, the hunter's guild, you don't have to, you don't have to, he doesn't have to be as active because then at that point he can kind of send others to do his job. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, that that's where that might be. He doesn't have to be as active, actively kind of carrying the show, show on his shoulders. If it's more like kind of a a group, and plus if he puts together like a team of some kind or has some some sidekicks and stuff, more than just maybe that's why he has Finnick Shan is because both by himself isn't a very interesting yeah. character. But you give him someone else to play off of, and he gets a little more yeah. fun, you know, more a little more interesting, a little more yeah. meaty. And that's why I think maybe it'd be kind of interesting to see some of these other bounty hunters pop back in like, you know, like Cad Bane or Dengar or like, you know, IG-88 or some mm-hmm. of these guys that kind of come back. Obviously maybe introduce some new, some new bounty hunters that have kind of come up, you know, maybe the son of Dengar because Dengar got too old or got killed by Jedi <laughs> or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Could be, could be. Um, is there any other thoughts you have uh, want to leave here for the book of Boba Fett before we wrap up? Um, just uh, the other thing that's kind of kicking around is that what you know do we think the show is going to be most is going to have flashbacks involved? I think that could be interesting. I think that's an easy way that you can have you can kind of show some of Boba Fett in his prime, you know, living up to his reputation that he has 
through his, you know, three scenes that he's ever in in the original series. Yeah, yeah there could be. Well, I mean, you figure he is also in episode two uh, for a chunk. So we'll see if they do anything like right. that. Um, I think, yeah, I mean, yeah. As, as far as the flashbacks go, yeah, I think they'll handle it kind of how they handled Din Djarin and the Mandalorian. They'll give us little minute or two things, but they really won't give us like that much as far as like uh, actual dialogue and stuff. It's more about the tone of how that character felt in that moment. Like when Dinjarin is getting rescued yeah. and all of that stuff. Um, well, and interestingly, in that, depending on what age, where they want to, where they want to age some flashbacks. I mean, they can still bring in the kid who played young, young Boba Fett in Episode Two because he's you know still I and mean, he's got to be he's what like twenty yeah. or yeah, something, yeah, thirty Daniel by now. Logan, I believe Daniel Logan is his name. Yeah, he's still very active uh, in the uh, fan community. He does like. I mean, it seems like he'd be, it seems like he'd be, yeah, he'd be very down to do. Yeah, he's one of those guys that is at every convention, so I'm sure he'd be down to, you know, reprise a young Boba Fett, and yeah. they could do it. You know, they could kind of, they could kind of do some Boba Fett Year One episodes. Yeah, yeah, I know for a while it is pretty interesting actually. Daniel Logan was training with Ray Park um, to kind of get in shape for possibly Boba Fett or something like that. I don't know exactly, you know, to what to what extent it went, but I definitely know him and Ray Park, Darth Maul, were, like, doing some, like, training and stuff together a few years ago, so that was kind of interesting to see on social media. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I don't have uh, too much else to say with the action that we have so far, but those are just kind of the things that we are most looking forward to. Um, Please, guys, boo all of our listeners. Please feel Instagram, Twitter, um, blue milk latte. Just go ahead and leave us a comment or uh, give us a DM. Let us know what you're most excited um, for about the book of Boba Fett coming later this year. Um, Chris, what would you like to leave with the good people? Um, let's see. Let's everyone have a good week, and uh, let's uh, get out there and just consume something Star Wars. Whether it be play a video game, read a book, read a comic. There's lots of good stuff out there. Find something yeah. and just consume something Star Wars. Very, this week. very good. And I'll be very. I'll, I'll recommend the same thing and just be a tad more specific. Go pick up the Light of the Jedi if you haven't already, and don't be like me and take forever to read it. Um, read it uh, as fast <laughs> as you can so we can talk about it here next week on this episode and you can listen to us and hear all the spoilers and hear all of our thoughts uh, thank you guys so much for listening and uh, may the force be with you